0: win for former President Donald Trump. A federal judge says a special master must be appointed to review documents discovered in Mar-a-Lago.
1: Judge Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee, granted the former president's request. Some legal experts are calling the judge's ruling deeply problematic. This order, I think everyone agrees, is flawed. The judge here in Florida has created something of a mess.
0: Is that what you believe? That the, uh... That the appointment of a special master creates a a mess? Or is it people who don't like Trump, who don't believe that Trump should even be allowed any level of defense, that Trump should not be allowed access to his own materials, executive privilege shouldn't apply to him, Uh, attorney-client privilege shouldn't apply to him? Are, Are these the people who are upset? I think I should just let these people be upset. Let them be angry. Let them scream all they want. But, Tony, Trump had nuclear secrets on him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Trump had nuclear secrets on him. Oh, a report from uh, The Washington Post. Documents that were taken from Mar-a-Lago detailed a foreign government's military defenses and nuclear capabilities. And it can only be viewed by a select group of top officials. That's the reporting from the New York Post. I assume one of those officials, at least at the time, would have been the president of the United States. Now, he can claim that he declassified him. I don't actually know the process by which you go about declassifying something other than saying it's declassified. Maybe the act of taking them is indeed the declassification, or at least that's the argument he's going to make, and it's going to take others to figure out whether or not that's legit based on the rules that we have in place. But do I get to at least ask one question, having nothing to do with Trump whatsoever? How the hell did the Washington Post get this? How did the Washington Post end up with this information? You mean the special master comes into play, and the next day, not even maybe a full 24 hours later, we have leaks from the DOJ, from the documents that are so incredibly sensitive to the Washington Post? Well, color me shocked. Shocked, I say. Oh, no, not shocked. This is the standard operating procedure. This is the way it's done. You don't like what happens. You don't like when somebody gets rights you don't think they should have because you are so good and pious and decent, DOJ and FBI and all the woke folk at MSNBC. Let's leak things to the other pious, decent people at the Washington Post. I don't mind if you're bothered by things Trump had. I don't mind if you question why he had them. And I don't mind if you say, well, based on this, this, and this, he should be charged. I just don't know if the this, this, and this hold up to any legal muster. But if you say nothing about leaks to the Washington Post, my God, Jed, I don't even want to know you. Tony Katz, that's me, Tony Katz today, that is the show. 833-GOT-TONY, that is the number. 833-468-8669, that's how you get to be a part of it. Once again, the system never ceases to amaze. Secrets, top secret, classified, needs to be in a special compartmentalized area. But a leak to the Washington Post, totally fine not totally fine photos that show top secret documents strewn about the floor that photo which was a setup i swear that was a a uh a glamour shots for files other files look at that shot and go yeah oh yeah look at look at the way those documents are just laying out there oh Oh, that's hot. Oh, hot, 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 That's hot. Oh, the only thing that, that photo was missing was a feather boa. Maybe Costans on the couch. And now this? It's hard for some people to be able to uh, go through with, with two different thoughts in their head at the same time. I'm I'm there, and I think you're there, too. I have no idea if the documents that Trump had were declassified. And I am not even saying I would agree that they should have been declassified if they were. But if you're upset by this and you're not bothered by the leaks, I don't know what to do with you except question where the hell your head is. Be bothered by all of it. That would be a rational thought. That would be an incredibly smart idea to be bothered by all of it. Now, I, I, if if I have it uh, right, Trump is also slamming uh, the leaks, and I have uh, absolutely no doubt uh, that he would do that. Hello, hey there, Mr. President. How are you? I assume the man was on Trump social uh, or Truth social. I called it Trump social. Uh, just just breaking it down about how how nonsensical. Uh, This all is, and how dare they? I think he has an argument to make on that subject. I think that that argument is fine. Was the appointment of the special master really that problematic? Well, people like William Barr, the former attorney general, they don't see it. Their argument is, if anybody else had these documents, they would be arrested. Why is Trump any different? But that argument is strange to the American populace because it is different. Because no one else on the planet could have declassified these documents. Again, we are not saying should have. I could argue, no. Why in the world would you? If if indeed... You had information about a foreign government's nuclear program. I would, I would ask, why do you have that? Why? Now, the answer could very well be the man doesn't pack his own boxes and it got put into a box. I don't know if that argument's going to hold, but that could very well be an argument. But that argument would be tough to make if you're making the argument as he already did, I declassified everything. So now why is that declassified? Some people will take that as an anti-Trump position. Uh, far from it. I utilize a certain set of, 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 or a construct, right? I use a certain parameters to engage a conversation. And that conversation gets engaged no matter who it is. I'll let the Trump idol worshipers be continue to be idol worshippers and pay them no mind. Just like there are ocasio Cortez idol worshippers, Biden idol worshippers. Oh, they exist out there. They exist. I don't know why you would have this in your files at Mar-a-Lago. I have no idea. I have no idea why you would declassify such a thing. But if you're making the argument of declassification, you cannot make the argument that I didn't know was in the box. Even though it's possible you didn't know it was in the box. Very possible. I just don't know how you're going to make the argument. We have to be looking at these things based on rational thought. I get the fact that the political left isn't interested in rational thought, but I'm not paying any attention to these people. Why would I pay attention to people who are looking at what Joe Biden said about Trump voters, really half the country, calling them dangerous, calling them fascists? You know how well that polling has done? That polling has not done well at all. I actually have a a, a secret uh, code to let you know how uh, that speech went over with America. Polling shows that about 57% of the country thought the speech was dangerous rhetoric and designed to incite conflict amongst Americans. Now, I didn't need a poll to tell me that. You guys know that I believe that was, that's its purpose. If you get enough people to decry half the country, well, you disagree with me, so you must, must be a fascist. You don't believe in mail-in voting or ballot harvesting, so you must be a fascist. You want to take away people's voting rights. Well, we can't let you win elections. We're going to have to stand up, you know, for America. We are simply, quite simply, going to have to change all the morals and mores in order to ensure the safety of the country. Now, I've got proof of this when it comes to Sam Harris. I'll play you that audio coming up. But I can clearly remember the New York Times saying... We have to throw out journalistic integrity to save the country when they were working to try and ensure that Donald Trump lost in 2016. Could you imagine how weak, how sad, how pathetic, how absolutely inept your values are? That in a moment of difficulty, you're like, well, F this. Values? If values were people, F these people. Gone. And that's what the New York Times did, and then... A couple years later, like, okay, now we're going to get back to journalism. Too late. You don't get to come back to us. You don't get to come back. You left the relationship. I am not so battered that I'm willing to accept you with open arms. You got to play me the shaggy defense. wasn't me. It was you. It was you. I saw you with my own eyes, and my eyes did not deceive me. Who are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes? My eyes didn't lie. You're the ones who left journalism. The Washington Post, they're the ones who left journalism. The DOJ, the FBI, they're the ones at the top levels who left the idea of the institutions being respected and protecting themselves from this kind of political barbarism. The speech went to hell in a handbasket. It didn't go over. It isn't seen by anybody except the most radical on the political left as as, as a, something of value. And I know this to be true, even without the polling, because you know, I never believe just one poll, because the White House is still spinning out there. Just one quick
1: follow-up, but, you know, while it's, uh, you know, you can talk about what people meant or didn't mean, or by voting in the 2020 election. But there are lots of Republican, just regular Republican voters, who do support, for example, uh, Rick Scott's, you know, ideas about what to do with the budget or what to do with Social Security or entitlement programs. There's lots of Republican voters who do agree with the President that they think the election was uh, with the former president mm-hmm. I mean but, but yeah. n- n- no, I hear you. so 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 does he consider does the president consider all of those people who support these extreme agendas that he's talking about to be the Maga
0: Republicans? So then?
1: he was has been very clear that he's talking about office holders. he's talking about elected officials
0: who oh wait a second, this is new. Joe Biden wasn't talking about the American people. He's talking about only those in political office. So he was, has been
1: very clear that he's talking about office holders. He's talking about elected officials who have these MAGA, ultra MAGA uh, Republican agendas. And he's been very clear about that. Um, look, here.
0: I don't think he's been very clear about that. Do you? Do you think he's been very clear about that he was talking about office holders as opposed to the American people? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic.
1: I want to be very clear, very clear up front. Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans.
0: Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven
1: and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans.
0: Does he say office holders once? He has all the opportunity in the speech that this was from Philadelphia just a few days ago to make this uh, differentiation. He didn't do it. And that is a threat to this country. There's an adage in politics, guys. And, And you know it when you hear it. If you're explaining. You're losing. All it took. Was for. Credible rational conversations take place. rational questions to be asked. And look where the Democrats are the Biden administration is some five days after this speech, six days after this speech. You no know, maybe it's been a week, maybe it's been a full week. backtracking, maneuvering, trying to 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 shelter themselves lying. Because what they said simply wasn't accepted. And now, we're back to the playbook of 2017 and 2018 and 2019. Where the institutions we're supposed to trust, which cannot be trusted, President Biden. Don't tell me, and don't tell me, Merrick Garland, Attorney General, that I can't have issues with the FBI when the leaks are occurring from them or the DOJ. Leaks. Leaks about information about what was taken from Trump's home. Leaks you wanna put out because Trump had the audacity to ask for and received from a judge a special master to simply go over the documents. That's what you're so offended by. Because you don't believe that anybody should have rights who disagrees with you. You don't believe in investigations and the actual rule of law and innocent until proven guilty. You believe in none of it. So, maybe Trump had documents he shouldn't have had. Maybe he declassified them, maybe he didn't. That's going to get figured out. But instead of allowing a process to play out, the left overplayed their hand, as they always do, and now they're playing defense. The response to that is to play offense, not on Biden. Biden. But to the American people about, we understand how inflation's going. We see where these energy prices are going. We see where these food prices are. These are our policies. Vote for us, and we will implement these when we win. We understand where America can go. Here are the policies that will help. We will implement these when we win with your help. Be proactive in creating your better future. We know what Joe Biden lies about. You do, too. Now let's talk about what we can do together. Just discussing how to win. Don't know if the Republicans are up for it. But I know that the Democrats, in a matter of a week, have had this whole great strategy implode. I'm Tony Katz. In New York, there's actually some good news. The governor, Kathy Hochul, who's in a tight race for, well, her first election, even though it's re-election because it was uh, Andrew Cuomo, the creep, who... uh, who left office and then Kathy Hochul, lieutenant governor, became governor. She's running against Lee Zeldin, the congressman. It's it's a four-point race. Lee Zeldin, the Republican, is in very, very good striking distance. Hochul, trying to get a little love, has now announced that the mask requirement for public transit will be eliminated. They were still forced to wear masks if you took the subway. You will no longer have to wear a mask when you ride the subway or a bus in New York City, this is incredible news. You'll now be able to take off that mask and free to smell all the urine you can. New York City. It's going to be another, dear Lord, what the hell happened to this city kind of day. But that's not there. That's not their, that's not their uh, slogan. I I I was told that that was going to be their new slogan. Huh. What do you know about that? What do you know about that? The breakdown Glenn Greenwald has on uh, the media and censorship is pretty incredible. But it leads to a bit of audio from Sam Smith, who at one time I think people would have said, that's a great mind. Does this sound great to you? I've got that coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Bitcoin driven low and slowly trying to make its way back. We will see where the crypto goes. A lot of changes coming to Ethereum and a host of others. I don't know. People know crypto better than I do. Is this the time to buy or is this the time to wait and see uh, after these mergers take place? And please don't don't even ask me to try and explain what the Ethereum merger is. think I would do such a poor job of it. I'm barely holding on in trying to understand it. But reach out uh, on Twitter at Tony Katz. Let me know what you think. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Tony Katz. Tony Katz uh, today. Where where are the markets? I was, I was just looking at crypto during the during the little break there. Markets are actually up. Dow is up 191. NASDAQ is up 97. And as the story goes, get ready for another three-quarter point interest rate increase. By the way, 30-year fixed on a mortgage, that's cracking 6%. It was at 5.92% a little bit earlier. Was that just yesterday? It was at 592 Get ready for it to hit 6 Oh, look at that. 30-year fixed rate, 611 That's according to bankrate.com. Uh, your mortgage uh, banker may be different. Bad things going on with this economy, even with the markets moving up. Now, I promised you, you, this breakdown that Glenn Greenwald did on media is extremely, extremely valuable on the idea of tech censorship and how the media is complicit in it. This is important because it goes along with this problematic idea that well the political left seems to really be enthralled with that they that they are the ones who understand what is right and what is good and those who disagree with them are the ones who are evil who are fascists and must be destroyed The work that is done to silence you, me, and we is absolutely overwhelming. And remember, if you're not the one silenced today, don't you fear you will be the one who is silenced tomorrow. Joe Biden attempted to silence people by calling them fascists. Hillary Clinton appearing on The View, because, you know, that's going to be the hard hitting interview. She's like, oh, what Biden did was very important. So this past week, as President Biden gave a speech on
1: democracy and the threats to it, as a Republican, I've been outspoken that I think it's one of the biggest issues facing
0: our country. But I did worry that by using the language saying many who support the former president are semi-fascist or leaning toward it was divisive. I know you experienced when you used the term deplorables quite a bit of backlash from the right. Do you think the president
1: met the right tone, or do you think that this was divisive and could have been framed better?
0: So that's Alyssa Farah, who used to be Mike Pence's uh, press secretary, and then uh, was spokesperson at the Pentagon, and then was uh, uh, doing comms at the White House, who has come out to be very anti-Trump. I don't think she's done herself a lot of favors. She's always been lovely to me. Um, I thought it was a fine question. Hillary's answer?
1: You know, I think he did a very important service to the country in giving the speech that he gave because too many people are not yet aware of how fragile our
0: democracy is. Do we need to go on? It was a service to the nation to call them fascists. I guess she believes it was a service to the nation uh, to call uh, people uh, deplorables. What a what an interesting view of the world, but she believes it. She believes this is decent. No question whether or not it is something she says or a party says is is good. Of course, they're the people of good. The other people are fascists. How by how could we not be good? De facto, we're good. The whole Trump world are a bunch of fascists. You know what? And that philosophy follows through when you take a look at censorship, when you take a look at the idea that Homeland Security wanted to have a disinformation governance board to tell you what was legit and what wasn't. To engage the idea that certain people should be removed from certain platforms because free speech must be protected and certain subjects cannot be talked about. Never mind just Hunter Biden's laptop, which is a real story, by the way. Um, I, I would say that the Ashley Biden diary uh, is also an interesting story. Uh, I don't think there's as much there. I'm, I wouldn't know, not having read it. Uh, but compared to uh, the business deals, the the manipulation, the um, power brokering that took place regarding Hunter Biden and uh, the big guy, his father getting 10%, that's a story. The New York Post had it, and Twitter and Facebook worked with the FBI to keep people from knowing about it. That's what happened. You had a different view on COVID, you weren't allowed to speak. In what society, what free society, are you not allowed to speak? It should be noted that if you want to talk about differences between Republicans and Democrats, and again, I'm a conservative, not a Republican, not a member of the party, have never paid dues to the party. You know, Republicans uh, one uh, one great example is Democrats spend, Republicans spend slower. Right? That's how the parties are similar. The Democratic Party doesn't believe you should be allowed to say things that they decided aren't acceptable. I have not seen that in the Republican Party. Show me where the Republican Party is limiting speech, I'll be right there with you shoulder to shoulder saying, "What in the bloody hell is this?" And Glenn Greenwald is going down this road. Now, we we should also note that I don't agree with Glenn Greenwald on a host of subjects. But this conversation about free speech is one that the right and the left can come together on because it allows us to share our ideas and our thoughts and be able to try and go about convincing people. What I do on this show, day in and day out, engage in these conversations, oh sure, I've got trolls on social media who hate me, who want me dead, who lie about what I say, who manipulate things, fine. Live, live your life if that's the said way you wanna live it. I'm engaged in conversations, giving people something to think about, and possibly through that, giving them a lens into how I view things, maybe a, a rethink onto they how view think, how, the, how they view things and maybe They'll change how they think. Maybe. I'm not telling people how to think. I'm just giving people something to think about. Greenwald talks about the attempt to remove Joe Rogan from Spotify. The hard push to get Joe Rogan off of Spotify. Why would you need Joe Rogan off of Spotify? It's just a podcaster talking about COVID. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is people could believe him, and we can't have that. You're presenting an argument. Go ahead. Can't you present an argument saying you think Joe Rogan is wrong without demanding that Joe Rogan be removed from a platform? But no. The, the activism at play from the politicos and from media requires the removal of people who they disagree with because those people are de facto bad. And you take a look at how aggressive the maneuver was Well, you shouldn't even allow Spotify uh, to to exist. You got to de-platform them if they're going to allow this on. This whole conversation, uh, the conversation, of, for example, disinformation experts, they're going to have fact checkers on, on Facebook. You think I trust any of these fact checkers? We have had enough instances of them being proven wrong to know that the fact-checkers need to be fact-checked uh, fact who watches The Watchmen. Oh, my gosh, that is now really now well understood. But then he gets to a two things that I think were just knockouts. The first is Senator Ed Markey. I uh, this is Ed Markey of 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 uh, Massachusetts. Talking about well the threat against big tech if they don't listen
1: problem. The issue is not that the companies before us today are taking too many posts down. The issue is that they're leaving too many dangerous posts up.
0: That is a sitting senator saying to Google and Twitter and Facebook, you're not doing enough to stop the speech I disagree with and therefore you disagree with if you don't want to get bothered by people like me. If you ask if that's a threat, well, one could take it that way. The tech company isn't doing enough to silence those that this senator disagrees with. A senator who uh, one would claim is supposed to uphold the Constitution of the United States. But then it gets to Sam Smith. This is an incredible, incredible back and forth. Sam Smith is one of the, 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 the guys who is um not the singer i'm not talking about the the singer sam smith please let's 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 not get it wrong uh, i just call him sam smith sorry sam harris i said sam smith sam harris Whoo! glad i corrected that i apologize didn't mean to freak anybody out sam harris uh philosopher a guy who talks neuroscience philosophy of the mind and and has been thought of as a thinker for a good long while. Sam Harris lost me when he said that Trump is worse than Osama bin Laden. Actually said those words. I was like, okay, we're done here. This is somebody who has lost themselves. If you cannot keep your, your rational self together, well, then you're no good to the rest of us because your hysteria should not ever be somehow taken for, for intellect because it's not intellect. But then Sam Harris was appearing on, I had to double check this, it's the Trigonometry podcast. I I don't really listen to podcasts because I don't want anybody else's thoughts in my head. But I want you to hear what Sam Harris has to say about censorship and Trump, listen.
1: I mean, Hunter Biden, at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared, right? It's like, there's nothing.
0: Can we just stop for a moment? That's one, now remember, this is just a clip. This is one heck of a way for a podcast to start. Uh, Trigonometry, T R I G G E R Nometry, N O M E T R Y on the Twitter box. Hunter Biden could have had corpses of children in his basement. You wouldn't care. That's weird. Let it continue. First of all, it's Hunter Biden, right? It's not.
1: It's like it's not Joe Biden. But even if Joe, like, even the, whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is. Like if, you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and, and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right, or China, it is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in. It's like it's like it's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like there's just it doesn't even it doesn't even stack up against Trump University, right? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in in Hunter Biden's laptop,
0: in my view, right? Let's say you believe that. Trump University is worse than anything in Hunter Biden's laptop. If what's in Hunter Biden's laptop shows that he's committed crimes and that his father was involved, shouldn't we at least be engaged in that? You can rank one as worse than the other, but if both break the law, even though Trump University doesn't break the law, uh, why aren't you interested in going after it? But this is where it gets just downright obscene.
1: Now, that's not that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the, you know, the New York Post's Twitter account like that. That's a, just a conspiracy. That's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely. It was absolutely right. But I think it was warranted. Right. And, I'm, and again, it's a coin toss as to whether or not Sam, I'm that sorry. particular piece. I'm, I'm really yeah. sorry.
0: I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, yeah. on. But you've just okay. said
1: something I really struggled Go with there, which is the, you the, support the, kid, the, kid, the kids in the basement.
0: You no, no, no. <laughs> the kids in the basement. I'm interested in democracy. You're saying you are content with a left wing conspiracy to prevent somebody being democratically reelected as president.
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm content. Well, so it's, but the thing is, it's just not left wing, right? So Liz Cheney is not left wing, right? Liz Cheney You're is doing everything a conspiracy in her power
0: to prevent somebody no, being democratic. No, but it's really. not like
1: no, but there's nothing conspiracy. It's not. It, it was a conspiracy out in the open. It does, but it doesn't matter if it was. It doesn't matter what parts conspiracy, what parts out in the open. I mean, I think it's like if people get together and talk and talk about what should we do about this phenomenon. You know, if, if it's like if there, if there was an asteroid hurtling toward Earth. And, and we got in a room together with all of our friends and had a conversation about what we could do to deflect its course, right? Is that a conspiracy?
0: That is an insane thought, and he is spinning at the end there. The question asked by the host is proper. You're okay with this? Sam Harris said that he was okay with people being silenced he was okay with the story not getting out because anything to stop Trump was worth it. What values exist there? And the answer is, of course, none. If the ends always justify the means, what does anything matter? Why have values at all? If you want to know what you're up against, you're up against that. Media and politicos who believe that they are righteous, ordained by God, touched with the special essence of understanding, and their job is to protect you from yourselves because you're just not smart enough. They're telling you this. They believe this. Maybe it's time to stop believing and listening to them. I'm Tony Katz. Project Veritas They've got another teacher On the record Talking about the work that she does To bring progressivism to her students I feel sorry for For teachers who are forced to suffer When they're just trying to teach kids Then the IRS Oh, speaking of another leak The IRS But these audits are going to get bad Very very bad and jennifer lawrence she'd be a republican or she was a republican but you see well actually i don't i want to know if jennifer lawrence sees it's an interesting interesting statement she made let's break it down find everything at TonyCats.Locals.Com. TonyCats.Locals.Com. this is tony katz today